Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. My brothers and sisters, consider it nothing but joy when you fall into all sorts of trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect effect, so that you will be perfect and complete, not deficient in anything. James 1, 2 through 4. I realize that I'm probably going to step on some toes with this one, but it's an opinion I hold, and it fits the scripture lesson I'm learning perfectly. So here it goes. Here's my opinion. Picky eating is a behavior that parents choose to allow. I constantly hear parents say, I just can't get them to eat anything except hot dogs and fruit roll-ups. My face and voice show that I'm sympathizing with the poor parent, but it's all a lie. I don't sympathize at all. I'm a battle-hardened veteran in the art of children's food wars. It started when I was a child. I'm pretty sure I would have been considered a picky eater. Textures weirded me out. I didn't like vegetables at all. If it was up to me, I would have just eaten peanut butter and honey sandwiches all my life. But that wasn't an option. My parents wouldn't let me leave the table until I had eaten all my vegetables. If I flat out refused and didn't eat my veggies, guess what I got at the next meal? The exact same plate of veggies reheated in the microwave. If you think mixed vegetables are bad, wait until they've been reheated a couple or five times. They get very strange. So I fought back. I tried everything. Just ask my parents about the time I threw up all over my grandma's nice Christmas dinner table. I shoveled as many green beans into my throat as I could, gagged, and won a small victory. But I lost the war. My dad had a famous saying. Whenever we complained about a food, he'd look us square in the eye. His finger would point at us and he'd say, Jonathan, you will like it. And you will like liking it. Eventually, I gave up. I learned to just eat my veggies first and get them over with so that I could enjoy the rest of the meal. The only food I was ever allowed to skip was lima beans because dad didn't like those either. I've not eaten a lima bean in decades. I now have passed the same thing to my children and guess what? They all eat everything and they know that they will like it and they will like liking it. Recently, I was praying and God brought James 1 verse 2 to mind. Consider it all joy. The idea is that when we hit a hard time or a trial, we're supposed to be excited about it. James walks us through a procession of what the trial does for us. The trial tests our faith. When our faith is tested, we build up our endurance. When we get pretty tough and we're incapable of enduring a lot, that makes us perfect and complete, not deficient in anything. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like I'm perfect or complete. I can definitely think of some things that are very deficient in my life. Well, God has an answer and a process for building those things in my life. And guess what? They are trials and tests. All of that is pretty obvious as you study James 1, 2 through 4. But as I was looking at it, I happened to click on the word consider in my Bible software. The word consider or count, depending on your translation, is a Greek figure of speech. It's based on the word for lead, rule, or command. The word can even be used to refer to a prince, a governor, or another leader. There's more force behind the word than I realized. Whenever I read that verse in the past, I would come across the phrase, consider it nothing but joy when you fall into all sorts of trials, and I would picture a person stumbling into a problem. Oblivious to the pain, they smile and say, woohoo, this is making me more godly, I love it. It was a very Pollyanna-ish scene in my mind, and I could never quite get myself there. 
But after looking at that word, I realized that's not the right picture. Instead, I see my dad looking at me and saying, you will like it and you will like liking it. When we hit trials, we're not thrilled. Trials are trials. They hurt. They cause pain. They try us. That's why they are trials. We're not happy about them, but we grit our teeth when they come. We clench our jaw and we say, I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to like this. I'm going to like liking this. I'm going to rely on Christ and I'm going to kick this in the face because this makes me tougher. I'm going to force myself to realize that this is going to do good things for me. I choose to look at this as a gift from God for my own benefit. It's the kind of Navy SEAL approach to suffering. That's what James was talking about. That's an approach I can support. That feels achievable to me. I can't fake excitement about the tough stuff, but I can steal myself and choose to plow forward in faith that God is doing something. Let's pray together. Dear Lord, I ask for wisdom to see how you're working in my life. Show me how the trials and tough things are building me to be more like you, how they're making me more perfect. Help me to force myself to embrace the trials and lean into them, trusting that they are working in me. Help me to like my vegetables and to like liking them. A couple questions for you today. Number one, what trials have you endured and what have they built in your life? Let's look at the past and see what we can learn from that. And then we'll take it and apply it to the next question. What trials are you facing right now? And then lastly, how can you like your vegetables? How can you choose to like the things God has brought into your life? Hey, real quick, if you've been enjoying this podcast, would you mind leaving a rating on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to it? And second, recommend it to a friend. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you next time.